Hello and welcome back to Marathon Time Breakthrough. I'm joined as usual today by Dr. Dave Bird. Dave, how are you today? I'm very well, thank you, Mark. Excellent. So now we're on to the last of those four zones. Absolutely. What's so special about this one? Well, this is called the faster zone. And notice I didn't say the fast zone mm -hmm. because I believe for marathon training, it's all about running faster rather than running flat out. Mm. So that's why I've made that definition. Having said that, this finally you've, you've got your way here with the uh, <laughs> the speech thing. This this will get to the point where you're saying kind of single words and, and possibly right. even I call it the sworn silence zone. You yeah. Know, it's, yeah. You're either swearing or you're in silence because you are now doing hard running. But right. The key point there is is hard. Not flat out, but hard. Mm. And so you know you're working. You know you're working. Yeah. These are usually repeat-based sessions as well because of the intensity of the training. And we talked earlier about lactate threshold. Well, in these, you are actually having lactic accumulation mm. in, in your blood. In, in the muscles so yeah. and that brings with it its own kind of health warning and not doing too much of it because that causes a lot mm. of stress on the body yeah well, I mean it all sounds rather uncomfortable so why would you want to go through great this? question and, and what I would say is unlike the longer zone which is absolutely paramount this is what I'd call the icing on the cake you know it's not absolutely absolutely essential mm. but, but it does help if, if you're pushing on for harder times but you've got to be careful with it because of the safety kind of issues mm. but what it does getting on to answering your question is it allows you to run fast for longer you right know? the zone that's going to give you the edge yeah over yeah maybe competitors who are in a similar position to yeah you. but where people sometimes get this wrong is it's not is kind of trivial is allowing you to like do sprint finishes to suddenly get below four hours or something like that although mm. it will help with that it's a bit more subtle than that it effectively improves something called vo2 max which is the ability for your body to transfer uh, oxygen to your muscles and for your muscles to take the oxygen up it's all about improving that process and as we talked about earlier with the lactic acid story it actually gives you more tolerance yeah. for this lactate and the hydrogen okay. ion accumulation in your body so it helps with that but but getting from the kind of physiology to the practicality what it does is it really improves your running efficiency it kind of improves your ability to stay in there in the later stages of marathons because of right. that yeah, it, yeah. it stops you kind of pegging out it keeps you kind, kind of strong and it actually encourages and this all kind of feeds into that positive mix with staying in there as the marathon progresses it improves your running form because it's forcing you to run with a more economical action anyway which, yeah. which translates you know into good running form in in the marathon and as ever i always like to bring the psychology into this as well you get this fantastic pace perception advantage mm. where you're thinking to yourself, okay, I've got to run 26.2 miles, but this feels really easy mm. because I remember those fast repeat sessions 
then you've got that nice contrast with those reps that you were doing earlier yeah with what you're being asked to do in the marathon so it's really good for that and that kind of breeds confidence i know a lot of people who have originally shunned away from doing this session mm. thinking it wasn't relevant because they're marathon training they're really glad they did when mm. they got to marathon day and couldn't believe how easy the pace was that's, that's quite good isn't mm. it again i mean you've been through a lot of information mm. what are the main takeaways that people should bear in mind these should be done sparingly mm. you should only do a, a few of these faster repeat sessions in any given schedule what i would also include in this zone is something called form repeats or strides you often do these at the end of a steady run and you can you can do those because they're so short that you know they're unlikely to be causing any damage and, and they're actually good for sharpening you up and encouraging running form and you also getting back to the faster repeats need to make sure you take you really respect them in terms of recovery mm. afterwards and also making sure you're fresh for them excellent excellent so we've obviously been through quite a lot of information there covering the different zones and so on mm. what would you say um again would be the the overall thing that people should take away from all of that i would say the overall conclusion that i've been hinting at all the way through this is fastest is not always the best and what you should be looking at is your pace mm -hmm. over time yeah and how that feels and that is a better guide also than being obsessed with absolute distances so there you go, we've now looked at all the zones. I dare say we'll be coming back to these from time to time, but having looked at the fourth zone, we're not going to be visiting it for a little while yet. So thanks again, Dr. Dave. Super information as usual. Yeah, what I would say is what we're going to be doing is we're going to be looking more specifically at the sessions you would be doing in those zones. In even better, zones. even better. Super job. Thanks again.